I am beginning part two, the subject matter that I engaged in this morning regarding a very simple question. And that is, give me one good reason why Tucker Carlson should not interview Vladimir Putin. Apparently, this the suggestion of this has made many of the people on their on the right or whatever they're called to become apoplectic, completely and totally beyond any realm of rational thought. They are unable to 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 deal with this. They can't believe the idea. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about some other critical aspects on this evening, this version of this thing of ours. Let me remind you, of course, that it is, and this is important, perspective is indeed what's critical. It is right now 274 days until the election. And if you are not scared, there is simply not anything I can do to help you. You're not paying attention. We're going to continue with this. But first, before we begin, it is time for this incredible word from our incredible sponsor. Let me ask you a question. Have you taken a good look at the banks lately? You know, on the surface, everything seems fine, but there's a whole lot more going on underneath. It's like like looking under the hood of a car and finding a mess of broken wires and parts. And the parts are loans for homes and cars and those credit cards we all use. And they're hitting record highs. It's most frightening when you think about it. Why risk your money for a tiny 5% return when things are so shaky? This is where noble gold investments can help. They're like that, that friend who knows all about keeping money safe. They suggest gold and silver, oldies but goodies in the financial world. Plus, they've got a sweet deal. A free quarter ounce gold standard gold coin this month if you qualify. Pretty cool, right? You better believe it. Now, if you're curious, just give them a call at 877-646-5347. It's just a chat. There's no pressure. They'll help you figure out if gold and silver are right for you. Or visit LionelNationGold.com and take the first step towards a safer financial future. LionelNationGold.com. And remember, there's always a risk of investment and there's no guarantee of any kind. My friend, I I love a topic that to me is so obvious that you wonder, why are we talking about this? I want to remind you that if anybody wants to talk about Prince Charles, excuse me, King, I keep saying Prince, King, King Charles, I did something on the subject in my private channel because I have not, uh, I have made it a point not to discuss uh, King Charles or the British royal family uh, here because I don't think many people, it's two things, two things I've noticed very, very simply. The notion of AI and the royals, among other things, but this is not something that people particularly dig. And I uh, did uh, a, a, a very uh, brutal uh, version of this on my uh, private uh, channel. And I wanted to let you know about that. In the event you you find that of, of any interest, you might you might want to uh, look at that one because that is so fascinating. If you believe in the ins and outs, I mean to tell you, that's all I want to tell you. That's all I want to tell you. It is beyond fascinating. So, if you're interested in that. So let me ask you a question. 
Give me one reason why, Mr. Carlson, first of all, who has been absolutely brilliant in his ability to, to garner and capture the imagination of others. Can you tell me why anybody would not want to speak with him? And if you had the chance to speak with anybody, whom would you speak with? Anyone? Is there anybody that you can think of that you would want to speak with? Ladies and gentlemen, our good friend John McGuire, couldn't get higher, says, I saw a pic purporting to be Tucker going to see Putin. It appears he was wearing khakis and a blazer. If true, I 100% support and not letting him return to the country. <laughs> Is it because of his clothing? Now, if he's also doing the not wearing the socks bit, I would tend to concur. What would you ask Mr. Putin? What would you ask Mr. Putin? What would you ask him? I would love to not reiterate every anything that's been done before. Oh, by the way, let me, excuse me. No, no, Tucker, by the way, Tucker, some of the stuff he does is stupid, free. Some of the stuff he does is so lame. The Dave Portnoy stuff, and he'll talk about, he's never done anything even remotely interesting regarding UFOs. But for him to be Mr. Free, uh, the first person to ever go and deliberately talk to Putin, that is great. That is brilliant. Anybody disagree with that? How, how, how has how has Joe Rogan? Joe, Joe Rogan, smart. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is he is not going to make any waves. You saw him apologize profusely for daring to say that ivermectin might be beneficial. So Joe, and listen, I got no problem with that. Joe Rogan says, "Oh no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to piss off anybody. I want to do my thing." And I enjoy my, you know, stuff and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But, 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 but. So let me be very, very, very uh, true. Some of the stuff that Tucker has said, some of his interviews have been boring. Boring. Oh, look at this. Look at this. There's Crystal. Wish I was there. Misuse. Where have you been, Joe DiMaggio? Where have you been? But what, what question would you ask? Nobody's talked to Vladimir Putin. Nobody. Nobody really? Nobody wants to talk to him? You talk to everybody else for that matter. Barbara Walters talked to Castro and people talked to Oliver Stone talked to Putin. Wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't you want to talk to him? What should Tucker say? Tucker should never do anything that has been is the reiteration of, of something. He, we all know his position on NATO. We all know his position on NATO. We know all about that. We all know that. In fact, if Tucker's smart, he would want to do nothing that basically involves him arguing or or in or involving himself in uh, dealing with the particular reasons for this. You see what I'm saying? Free says I'd ask him about the Budapest Memorandum. No, 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 no. That's been said before. Why do you want to do that? Why are you doing it? Do you want to get to know Putin or do you want to talk to him about to reiterate public policy? Do you want him to reiterate? Now, see, free, I'm surprised a man as smart as you would do this. Why would you want to waste time asking him to say something he's already said before? Think you just say, go back and repeat. 
what would you want to ask him? I'm serious. Think about this. I know what I would. How would you do it? What, what will be your goal? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. What is your goal? What would be your intended? What is your, what your, I'd ask about by 9-11. Ask about by 9-11? Okay. That's interesting. Maybe. Okay, sure. You ask, then shut them down. I don't know what this means, Diane. I know what this means. Some of the times, very frankly, your writing is so, I don't know if you're talking to me, you're talking to somebody else, I have no idea. What would you ask? Tucker should ask him why America needs an enemy abroad. Is it to control American people by presenting them with an external threat? No, 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 no. Then people say, aha, Tucker's anti-American. See, he's he's basically, he's 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 asking this despotic leader to say something bad about the United States. No, 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 no. You want to get back? They might slap an espionage attack on him. That's the thing that gets me. You know what question I would love to do? Why did you blow up your old pop pipeline? Very interesting. I kind of like that. Ah, 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 ah. Who said this? Hillbilly said 55. I'd ask him about the space program. Here's my question. President Putin, there are many people in my country and around the world who believe that there is no or excuse me, that the United States did not land on the moon. They don't believe it. They've gone through great lengths to suggest that even it, it might have been the, the, the uh, uh, product of Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Do you have a pressure point? I like that. Is this because of his uh, judo stuff? I don't know what that means. Sparky says, uh, ask uh, Putin... Can't spell his name correctly on Super Chats. Try. By the way, write the word Putin. Why he trusted the West so long. Do me a favor. Write the word Putin. P-U-T-I-N. Or maybe, maybe, oh, I see. It's a, for Super Chat, you can't write Putin, but you can write Putin normally. Is that what you're saying? I don't know what that is. Whatever. But let's explain this question. President Putin. Do you have any evidence whatsoever that the United States did not land on the moon? Wouldn't you love to know this? Do you think if do you think if there's any evidence that the United States did not land on the moon, that Putin would know about it? The number one, the number one um oh look at this. Sparky is correct. You have to use P and then Uten. Well, there you go. So everybody send, a, let, let's see if it works. Everybody send $100 super chat and put P and then the space and then U-T-I-N just for purposes, for no other reason. I mean, if you're going to check the super chat, you might as well do that. I mean, what are you kidding me? I kid, of course, uh, partially, partially. But here's here's the question. Mr. Putin, what do you think about that? And if he says, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because there's no evidence. Our folks say one of the reasons why we haven't gone there is because you can't because of the Van Allen radiation belt or because we can't possibly, the we can't make clothes or anything that could 
possibly withstand the radiation. Sparky says, only on Super Chats, even if it's one word. Even if it's the only word. Well, Sparky put P space, okay? Or I think, or just put Poot. I think we know who it is. But thank you very much. I would love to see. What if Putin said, oh, we we don't think you did this once. Whoa! I didn't say that. He said that. Think about this. That would be the answer that you could say, I didn't, I didn't say that. He said that. And Mr. Putin, why haven't you said anything officially? This is 1969. You must have known about this before. Are you the only one? So you're saying it never happened? Or if he said, oh, we have no reason. Oh, we, we believe it happened. Thank you. Let's put an end to this. And I got a friend of mine. His name is, oh, I don't know. Let's call him Vinny. He would go nuts if you said this because he told me under no uncertain terms he believes it. And he's a smart guy too. That's one of the questions. That's one of the questions. I want to know about people think that Putin is evil. Do you think anybody's evil? President Putin, do you think anybody's evil? What does that mean? What does that mean? How does that work? People look at other countries and they say, this man is evil. Now, I don't want to bring up our history, but as you know, this is before my time and perhaps yours as well, uh, that uh, there, were, there were two atomic bombs that were dropped. And at the time, it stopped, and this is World War II, and many could many would believe that it benefited, uh, the to an extent, uh, the, the, the Russians, uh, perhaps because it closed down this axis. What are your thoughts on that? What do we do with nuclear weapons? If there's one thing, have you ever had the chance to sit down and talk with President Biden? Would you like to talk about, what is this? What would you like me to know more or most about you? What is the thing about the Americans that you admire the most? Have you been to America? Do you like our culture? Do you like, I want to know about you. Why do they think you're crazy? What does that even mean? How could somebody be crazy? How did this happen? What do you think about Israel? What do you think about what's going on? What do you think about 9-11? What do you think about that? Is there anything about that subject that you... Of course, if Tucker asked those questions, he would never come back. Because as you know, there are certain things you never, ever ask. And one question, one question is, you never ask about 9-11. Sparky says, ask him, the U.S. says you're the enemy. Why did you warn the U.S. about the Boston Marathon bombers? Thank you. Sparky, you are, your wisdom and your brilliance knows no end. If you recall a couple of things. First, after 9-11, after 9-11, Putin called and said, you let me know. I will help you. We know these people. Remember the caucuses or whatever? Nah. The bombers. 
he said specifically they knew of these people, warned us. Absolutely. Sparky, thank you. Thank you for for reminding us of that. After 9-11 in Tehran. In Tehran. It was a candlelight vigil in support of the United States in Tehran. How about that? How do you, isn't that something in Tehran? Dear God. Imagine that. What is the biggest impediment to peace? What is it that we need to do right now? Now remember, it depends. It depends if Tucker, if Tucker wants to go really balls out. I would ask, can you tell me what is the difference between your wanting to not have a NATO country on your border and the United States not wanting to have Russia or nuclear bombs, nuclear weapons in Cuba, 90 miles away from Key West? Sparky says, ask him what his favorite flavor of ice cream is. Well, that would be that would be more of a Biden question. Who have you had the most difficulty with and the most and when when have has the relationship with the United States been the best and the worst? What do you recommend? What is your biggest regret? What is your biggest failure? What is your biggest? If I were to tell you right now that I have just been appointed, anointed, elected president of the United States, what would you tell me? What is the most important? Lesson that you as a leader know. Tell me about the Russian people. Compare them to the American people. Do you think there is a comparison? Do they think, are are they of a particular mindset compared to us? I'm interested in your, in your conversion. You say you're a Catholic. What did you convert? This is what I would want to know. I would never want to ask him a question. He's already asked before. He already talked about. You know, Budapest, about this, about media, about uh, the whole, the Gorbachev, and uh, not one foot to the east, and blah, blah, blah. And if you really want to know, if you really want to know. And I'd like to see, I don't have enough research, but but there, there's got to be somebody somewhere. Like, what what is the version? What is... The Russian version of Newsmax or 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 CNBC or whatever the hell it is, but the most important, the most important issue, the most important. You know what? You can talk to him, and I'm sure to be a great. This is a guy who talks for two hours plus. I want to talk to the Russian people. That's what I want to talk. I think that's the most interesting. I think that is the most fascinating because, as you know. These people are trained. He's he's, a, he's brilliant. He's talk, he talks for two hours plus, two and a half hours without notes, without whatever. You can ask him whatever you want. I mean, you can ask him what, whatever the story is. But the bottom line is this. If, if Tucker wanted to talk to Zelensky, no problem. Why are we on Zelensky's side? What is it about, excuse me, what is Zelensky doing? Why is this not aggression? What what did Zelensky in Ukraine ever do that we as Americans should side with? Sparky, 
Putin has marathon unscripted press conferences at least once a year, but MSM doesn't cover them. He answers all sorts of questions. I know. I've never heard anybody do that. Why is it that we, I guess it's a question not to him, per se, but why is it, where, where is this affiliation, this love of Zelensky? Was I not present? Did I not get that memo? Did I not understand this? Where is it? Do you know what this story is about? Does anybody really grasp it? Do you remember when it first came about this fealty, this obeisance that we had to Ukraine? Remember that? Remember this story? It was one of the best ever. Oh, this man finally excuse me, who is he? He's a man who plays a piano with his dick. Pardon my French. I don't know what the hell you want me to say. What are we talking about? Don't you love the way people would say, well, you know, there are some pictures that were kind of, you were kind of mocking some pictures of, you know, Putin uh, on a horse without a shirt. He played the piano with his dick. What are you talking about? Well, I know, but that was... He dressed in drag, not Putin, but Zelensky, dressed in drag. What the hell are you talking about? Well, that's it. No. Did you miss that? It did. What? What are we? What? He was the creation of Kolomoisky. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. How, where did this come from? All of a sudden, overnight, I knew a friend of mine, he put up a flag in his office, a flag, a Ukrainian flag. I said, what? What does this mean? Do you want to go to war in Ukraine? In Finland? What is this about? What do they want? What do, what do the Ukrainian people get out of this? You push them into a war. They've lost what? A half a million troops? These are troops. What are you doing? What the hell is going on here? Lori Cuck says, P often speaks to USA people specifically in his speeches. Yes. What's the beef? Where, where is where is the... And, and here, here is the best part. He's a bad guy. What do you think the uh, Iranians think about us after we whack Soleimani? Who was it? Not uh, not Zarqawi, but Alawaki or whatever it was. We we have we have fire, but the pictures that Snowden reveals. Remember that of the 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 machine gun on the or excuse me the uh, helicopter opening fire on these innocent well people just standing there. What do we look like? Where does this come from? Please tell me. I beg you. I beg you, dear, dear friend. Please tell me the following. Where is it? Maybe you can tell me. That we have this idea that somehow everything that we do, by virtue of the fact that we do it, is somehow okay. And others, not so 
okay. Does that make any sense to you at all? Does it? Does any of it make any sense to you? Does does any does does, does any of this make any sense? I'm I, I I I swear to God, I don't understand how any of this works. There is a movie that is most probably going to win some form of Academy Award called Oppenheimer, and we not only love the movie, but we think it's groovy what he did. We just think it's absolutely groovy what he did. We just we love it. You think there would ever be a movie about me lie? About Lieutenant Callie? Or Lieutenant or Captain Medina? Do you think? I don't think so. People say, well, that was a terrible, that was a dark period of time. That was an awful period of time. That was terrible what happened. Well, excuse me. Why is Oppenheimer okay? Do you ever wonder about that? Nobody's even asking these questions. Well, it was a great movie. It was a lie. The whole thing was, and by the way, if you ever really want to get into who was a commie and who wasn't, and it was a different time. And look, I, I understand completely. I understand completely how things were at the time. Many, many people were, were, they were more liberal. And the notion of communism didn't have the, didn't have the, the connotation or the communitation that it has now. Don't forget, especially after World War I, when these people fought and they came back and these soldiers, these people had nothing. They were given nothing. Absolutely zip. It was the most incredible thing in the world. I don't know how anybody ever even allowed that to happen. But, but, irrespective of that, we now have this revisionist history where we think Oppenheimer was this great dude. He was responsive. You want to talk about a genocide? You want to talk about that? And and please don't parse it. Well, it wasn't genocide. He wasn't trying. It said to remove or to destroy a people, a nationality in whole or in part. And this wasn't genocide. What are you What are you talking about? I love the way Americans. We just we, well, it's a different story. This and that. What was Vietnam? Who is a bad guy? I don't understand this. Who is a bad guy? In 2000, when Putin came aboard, he was there, Ronald Reagan. It was Yeltsin. We were laughing at him. They wanted to feel, he said one time, they will fear us. They want, he wanted to give to the Russian people what our leaders gave us. Raphael Lagoni said, do you think Peter the Great would let people do this and not make them pay a very expensively price? Do you know about Ivan the Terrible? That'd be good. Well, we should ask him about that. Do you know about Ivan the Terrible? Sparky says Pompeo tricked Trump into assassinating Soleimani. Murdering him shook up Trump at the time. Instead of admitting he was fooled, Trump now tries to justify it. Absolutely. The first thing, and I'm glad you brought that up, and the first thing people have to realize is do not piss off people. President Putin, what about BRICS? Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Now BRICS, BRICS plus six, there's Argentina, and, and, and Emirates, Iran. 
What is, you, did you ever hear his speech about the unipolar world? It was incredible. If I didn't know who wrote it, I thought. Let me ask you a question. I don't know if I can ask him this, but I'm asking you this. What purpose, and Sparky, you wouldn't know this, you wouldn't know this, what purpose does does NATO serve today? John McGuire says, if I recall, didn't Putin have imply he wanted to join NATO? Yes, yes. He said, may I join NATO? This was funny, listen to this. When Gorbachev, told them when he said, you violated your promise to me. You said that you would not move one foot to the east. You said this. And you violated it. You said so. But we, you know, the unification of East Germany. You know what they said? You know what they said? They said, we made a deal with the Soviet Union. There is no Soviet Union anymore. There is no Soviet Union. So therefore, the deal that we made with the Soviet Union doesn't apply because there's no more Soviet Union anymore. Can you believe what he said? Can you believe this? It's incredible. Listen very carefully, my friend. Listen very carefully to this incredible offer uh, before we forget, this is this is critical, critical. From our good friends at preparewithlionel.com, this is one. Pay attention to this one. When the economy collapses, will you collapse with it? You can feel it coming. All signs are there. With it comes financial disaster, tight budgets, and sacrifice. So plan for the worst with the best. My Patriot Supply, My Patriot Supply has helped millions prepare, and they'll help you too. Hard times take years to recover from. So make that first year easier with their first one-year emergency food kit. Get it now with $700 in savings at my website, preparewithlionel.com. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, these delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories every day. That's over 2,000 calories every day for a year at a special price of under $2,000. This rare emergency food kit deal ends this week. You won't see it again soon. So protect yourself, protect your people, protect your family. Start preparing with My Patriot Supply at preparewithlionel.com. Free shipping including. That's preparewithlionel.com. One more time. Preparewithlionel.com. A couple of important points here, dear, dear friends. Let me let me uh, bring up bring it up to your attention first. But before I forget, uh, Laurie Cook. That's right. You heard me. Cook rhymes with. Maury Cook. Anyway, she just had a birthday. She turned 50, the big 5-0. She writes, important to ask about the Ukraine rights section. Oh, yeah. How about the Azov Battalion? How about the rights sector? Oh, yeah. Neo-Nazis, Stepan Bandera adherents. Sparky writes, people standing next to Oppenheimer during the Trinity test said 
He said, wow, it worked. Nothing about now I have become dead. Oh, yes. I also believe most probably, he probably, most probably said, holy. I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Oh, give me a break. And by the way, Sparky, as you well know, being a historian and serving our country bravely and honorably, the people who were against that, the people who were against it, the people who were against dropping the bomb, Eisenhower, MacArthur, Stimson, LeMay, Nobody wanted to do this. He said, what do, you, what do you want to drop a bomb for? What's the, what's the purpose of this? Why are you, why are you even remotely, what, what, why would you do this? Of course, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to even remotely even think about this. That's the part which I find to be so incredible. Nobody even, nobody's even thinking about this. Now, I, I, I know we're not going to bring this up with President Putin, but we have to ask ourselves, when we delude ourselves into thinking what a terrible person he was, he was so awful, we got to ask ourselves, what is it? What is it about him precisely that was so horrible? Do we just love bad guys? Who is a bad guy? Who is a bad guy? I'm telling you right now, I told you this and I'll say it again. People think I'm a bit daft for saying it, but I don't really care. The person that I would love, if I had the chance in history to to interview, it would be Hitler. Because the first thing I want to do is I want to see what this evil looks like. I want to ask questions like, what is, what is, explain this to me. Wouldn't you want to know that? Pol Pot? Mao? How does this work? How does this work? And by the way, not asking Putin, but if I spoke for him, if I wasn't, I'd love to say to Tucker, let me ask you a question. If I wanted to wipe out Ukraine, do you know what I would? I wouldn't use 190,000. That's nothing. Do you know what I could do? I don't want to ruin your day. But if I wanted just to, I'm not going to send my men and women into a meat grinder. He said this before. What am I going to do? It's on my corner. I'll let you wait. They've lost a half a million. We wanted, Mr. Zelensky and I were going to meet, we were going to meet, and then Bojo, Boris Johnson came along and said, no, stop it. And Zelensky has no balls, no control, no back. He's a puppet of NATO and others and Newland and the whole group. See, one of the things you got to understand, the beautiful part about NATO is no Russia, no NATO. Let me say this again. Let me see if you can understand this. I'm sure you can. No Russia, no NATO. Russia is the is the raison d'etre. Russia is the bad guy. Russia is the real bad guy, the scary If Russia doesn't exist, what's the reason for NATO? And it was the Soviet Union. But there's no Soviet Union. And as someone once said, Putin wanted to join NATO himself. They said, well, no. They Excuse me, I'm not the Soviet Union. Well, you're Russia. No, no, this was about the Soviet Union. I want to be protected from the Soviet Union. 
And it was pretextual. You know it and I know it. It's such nonsense. Nonsense. By the way, tomorrow morning we're going to be talking about, you mentioned Lori brings it up, Gonzalo Lira. Are we just supposed to forget about him? I guess that's it. It's like, well, that's it. No, excuse me. I don't want to forget about him yet. I'm not done with that. No, 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 we're done. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not done with Gonzalo Lira. Sorry. I'm not done with him. I hate when they tell me that I'm supposed to move along. Time's up. We're not talking about that anymore. I'm talking about that. Well, we're not, but I am. I'm not going anywhere. Why do I have to leave? Why won't you listen to me? Why won't you listen to what I have to say? I don't understand this. I don't get it. You know, this coming, or this Saturday, as we know, I I had a wonderful, uh, we're we're still just, still reeling from just how wonderful uh, it was at the the, um, cutting room. It's just wonderful. And this is the uh, most important um, event because it reminded me yet again of how people ask the best questions. And everybody said, I cannot believe what is happening. I can't believe what is happening to my country. How did this happen? When when did this, when in the name of God did this ever happen? How did it, how did it come to pass? It's the most incredible thing in the world. Oh, I want to share this with you, changing subjects, just a moment, if you don't mind. If you don't, please don't mind. I was watching this before, an excellent piece. This young lady is terrific. Her name is Sabby Sabs. Sabby Sabs is the name of the of the uh, a piece. Sabrina, I guess it's Sabrina. It's called Sabby Sabs. She's part of the Revolutionary Blackout Network. Right arm. Anyway, Sabby Sabs, and she reposted. I like this, the way they, he basically read it. She reposted uh, a, a picture of Dave Smith demolishing, demolishing Bobby Kennedy Jr. Absolutely blasted him. And I want to get Mr. Dave uh, Smith. Well, I had never heard of Mr. Smith before, but it was great. So this was a lady who I was watching and he, Handed it. Handed. Oh, I am subscribed. Handed. They basically told Bobby Kennedy, you're a shill for Israel in so many words. And Bobby Kennedy, hamana, hamana, had no clue, whatever. Nothing. 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 Lori Cox says, no USSR, no NATO. That's right. But now it's Russia. You're right about that. Sparky says, uh, Garland Nixon noticed this guy who always shows up when energy is concerned has been appointed to see gas resources off the coast of Gaza. 
Go to the right people. Can't think of his name. Interesting. I'm sure we will get to that. Interesting. You do know, you do know, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, irrespective of what you feel about Israel or as people would say, Zionism, whatever, what, what, whatever, whatever it is, whatever, whatever that is, this, I heard somebody today talk to a friend of mine, an old, well, I would say old, but he's a great, great trial lawyer. I remember known him for years. Tends to be conservative, you know, but, but, but rational conservative, not just the usual subject, uh, suspect. And he was talking about Israel and he says, you know, he's kind of Southern. He says, you know, you just can't do that to these people. I thought, wow, that's it. You just can't do that to these people. You can't hurt people like this. You can't do what they're doing to people like this. I need 300 likes, by the way. Pardon me. I don't want to be so brusque. He says, you can't do this. You can't hurt people like this. You can't do what they're doing to people in Gaza. That's it. He didn't didn't talk about anything about, you know, was it provoked? No, 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 no. He just said very simply, what a lot of people are saying, you just can't can't do this anymore. Sparky says, Putin derangement syndrome existed long before Trump derangement syndrome. Oh, yeah, we've always, you're you're right. But also it was a part of a, you know, Sparky, something is interesting. I could, as I, in my private, in my private uh, channel, I'm fascinated by the Prince Charles. Oh, I keep saying Prince, uh, King Charles. And I love little baby ducks. I think I think Tom T. Hall's are the best. No, I love uh, these subjects. And you know, Sparky, I've learned that when I, the more I've learned, the more I've studied, the more I've researched about how a derangement syndrome can come along. All you have to do is provide the slightest little impulse. I, I told you the story, if you've just listened to me for the first time. When I was a kid, I'll never forget we had this, because um, growing up in Florida, a lot of people talk like that. And we had somebody, I forget who the hell it was. He says, now you boys are going to that carnival. And I want you to know one thing. You better watch out for one thing. What's that, uh, Jethro? And, well, watch out for them morphodites. I said, what? Morphodites. I said, what the hell is a morphodite? You mean a hermaphrodite? No, morphodite. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And I was convinced pretty soon, I'll bet you I could make people hate morphodites by virtue of the natural the natural cataclysm of hatred that starts, whether it's gooks or Charlie or Krauts or uh, whatever, whatever, whoever the enemy du jour is. Sparky says, love Sabby Sabs. She does better research than she even realizes. She's real purdy too. Well, let me tell you something to Sabby Sabs. Let me explain something. Welcome to the revolution. Welcome to the revolution of information. These people make more sense. 
And what I love is when somebody says something that makes sense to me. And what she said, and this is the part which is very difficult, very difficult for, for and Bobby Kennedy didn't know this. He says, what do you mean the people were not provoked? And she went through a litany of stories about um, um, embargoes, about confinement, about the, it went through this whole thing. Make a long story short. Bobby Kennedy had realized, I have, I am intellectually stuck. Because if Bobby Kennedy said, I felt the same way about uh, Ukraine. Ukraine is uh, the uh, fighting back and the repelling of forces and blah, 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 and uh, whatever it is, and that's it. And that's Ukraine, and that's fine. But that's not what he did. See, he said no to Ukraine, but yes to this this blank check from Israel. And let me tell you something. And I want you to I want you to listen to me very carefully. There is not an anti-Semitic. I'm not anti-Semitic, anti-Zionist, and I'm not anything. Same thing goes for Ukraine. I don't live in Russia. I'm telling you the way it is. Period. Same thing with Vietnam. Same thing with anything. When a war is either unfounded or you're not going to win, I will tell you. And I will tell you when a war doesn't make any sense. We don't have wars that make any sense. And let me tell you something. The reason that I know, the reason, the reason that, and Elon Musk must be thinking, oh God, if the American people saw just 1% of the destruction, see, they don't know anything about what's going on in Gaza. They have no idea. They have no idea. And if you said, let me explain to you what's happening. It is so complicated. Now, I don't know what, what going back to my original premise, what, what Putin is going to think about this, but it is so monumentally complicated. Stand by for one second. Let me, let me catch your breath. Let me catch your breath. Because I want to make sure you, you know one thing right now. Because I love our sponsors and they love us and they make this possible. Including this great man, this great, this centurion of truth, the lovely and talented Mike Lindell with MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. Well, it is time yet again, my friends, to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you'll get a free gift. No purchase necessary. And yes, I know a free gift. It's a tautology. So sue me. But first, please listen. What are we talking about here? Down comforters, flannel sheets, Giza Dream bed sheets, my pillow 2.0 sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it, literally name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. And they're monster sellers, slippers, my slippers. That's right, slip ons, moccasins. Think about it. What do they do at my pillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. Now here's the link. MyPillow.com promo code Lionel or MyPillow.com slash 
Solidus or Virgil slash Lionel or call 800-645-4965 and watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com promo code Lionel, promo code Lionel, simply and absolutely the best. Lori Cuck says, they say UK was fighting a war. Gaza really was. Interesting. They say UK was fighting a war. Gaza really was. Not sure what that means. Maybe it's me, but thank you. I, I, I don't know what that means, but thank you. I think it's me. I think it's my fault. I, I, I blame myself for not understanding what that means. There are some things which I will tell you the truth. Let me give you an example. Ukraine, thank you. They say you can't. Hang on a minute. It's Mrs. L. I've, I'm texting her. I must pick her up. She said a meeting. As soon as I get the word, I'm out of here because I love her. And I love you too, but I'm out of here. I'm her slave. I'm her love slave. I don't mind saying it. Thank you. I'm only, this is, Laurie, this is like, duh. I'm just, uh, Ukraine, UK. Big in the UK, United Kingdom, Ukraine. I'm out of it. Let me give you an example of something. When I tell you something is the way it is, it's the way it is, the way you are. I was talking to a dear friend of mine, a very wonderful black woman. Roughly my maybe a little older, I'm not sure. And I said, you know, what black people have been through is is unconscionable, incomprehensible. I said, but, but I hope you're not counting on any kind of reparations, because reparations, that won't work. That won't work. That I mean, the, it, it might be ordered ultimately. But that's not going to be. It doesn't make any sense. Now that doesn't mean that black offenses ever happened. It just means it's not going to work. And when I tell my dear friends, whether they're Jewish or Israeli or whatever, they say this is going to stop. I, I. What about the two, two, two state, one state? I don't know. This is going to stop. Can't do this anymore. That's it. That's it. And by the way, you have, oh my God, you have made enemies the likes of which this is not good. This is not good. That's the truth. Am I making that up? No. Am I making that up? No. You want to talk about some fighting? And this is something that bothers a lot of people, but I will tell you this nonetheless. The Americans, the Americans, the Americans, the Americans. Never want to hear this, but there is, and and many, many war historians will tell you this, that we would have, we, excuse me, we would have, excuse me, let me repeat this again. Russia would have won the war even if we did not enter World War II. Now, when I say this to people, they go, oh, no, no, no. I go, oh, yes. It might have been longer. It might have been more, whatever. But oh, they were they were completely committed and 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 had Hitler not been that, been that stupid. 
And one of the things that people have to understand, and I want you to listen to me, and Bijou, I want you to listen in particular. One of the reasons is that when you have your heart in the fight, that is something that you just cannot put a price on. You just, you just don't, you don't understand what that means. When people are really, really, really into the fight. And when they hate the enemy. I need 300 likes, ladies and gentlemen. I need 300 likes. I'm sorry. And what we have done around the world, and not just, Pala, I, 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 do, do you understand, and I think Sparky was, the Yemeni, the Ansarallah, this is hardcore, hard, hardcore. They keep saying, we're in this because of our commitment to our brothers and sisters of Palestine. Holy shit. Well, they can't, oh yeah? They have this one layer, you know, the 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 gate of tears, the gate of grief, or the whatever, this one little, little, little is big, but it means right. This one little shoot straight up to the Red Sea, up to the soil. They say, you're not going to get through here. I'm. We're going to stop in our own way. We're going to stop ships. And by the way, try getting insurance. Try getting insurance. We're going to slow. We're going to stop everything. And we're going to, and if you want it, you got to go around the Cape, Cape Horn and blah, blah, blah. And they're gonna, they're gonna move. I mean, they're they're they are hell bent. This one little thing. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You want to bomb them? Go bomb them. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop this. They've already said this. They are so committed to this. If you're Chinese, you go through. If you're Russian, you go through. If you're but if you're Israeli or American, forget it. You can't. You can't go through. You know what this does? You know what this does? And Iran says, "Don't even make us. Don't even." The Strait of Hormuz. You don't understand what's going on. We went ape shit one time because there was a little bit of a, remember this, um, there was a, it was ransomware or something. Remember this one weekend, it was the damnedest thing. All of a sudden said, what happened? I don't know. They're all closed. What's closed? Uh, filling stations, service stations, gas stations, petrol. Why? Oh, some kind of a. That's why when I talk about food and emergency food, you don't get it. It takes the simplest thing for all for everything to just seize. You got that? It's the most most amazing thing in the world. Sparky says, land lease, oh, land lease helped even if U.S. didn't enter the war. It did. But don't forget, that's because of Perfide Albion. Churchill pulling us in. Tertius Gaudens, game theory, making us, pulling us in. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, Sparky. Oh, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know exactly what I'm talking about. My friends, I cannot tell you, first of all, what a pleasure it is to speak with you. You have no idea. I would put our group in in, 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 can you think of it? Do you know of anybody else? Maybe you do. Maybe, maybe you know this. Don't you feel that this is, we're more of a, I don't know what the word is. It's different. 
Do you feel I'm talking to you? I'm not just talking to the world and you happen to be there. Oh, some of you are demented. Some of you are are demented and that's it. I understand that. But I love this. It's one of the best. And by the way, Elon, I don't trust him at all. When he when he went to Auschwitz, said so you had to go to Auschwitz. You didn't be, you didn't believe. Wait a minute, you didn't believe in the Holocaust. Is that what you're saying? They had to show you this. Did you get that same feeling? I said, what? You had to, with Ben Shapiro there. Oh come on! Imagine if somebody says. I want you to go with us to where the slave plant. Excuse me, I know about the slave plantation. No, no, I want you to go. I'm not going to Al Sharpton tell you, I want you to go with me. Excuse me, what am I, stupid? You're going to teach me a lesson? I know about this. I'm not going to, what? what? I'm not, I didn't say there was no slavery. I don't think Elon ever said there was no Holocaust. I think, well, what is this? this? We've lost our minds. And we got people who are screaming and yelling because somebody dares to speak their mind on, a, on, on a, of all places, a guy, damn it, I hate that thing. Who, somebody who dares to to speak their mind on a on a college campus. All right, that's enough. All right, dear friends, I thank you. Hand farts for you. No, please, everybody take a bow because you're a big boy now. Everybody, thank you. Sparky says, Though humble and poor, Ansarala stepped up when others couldn't or wouldn't. So I cheered them on. Go Yemen, fight the power. Well, let me tell you something. I've always fought, uh, liked the resistance. I like people who believe in something, even though I may not necessarily. And by the way, if I were in Yemen, I don't know if I would necessarily think differently. Remember, always be empathic. Put yourself in their minds. So anyway, dear friends, dear and great friends, Sparky, thank you on behalf of a grateful nation. Thank you. Laurie Cuck, what can I say? What can I say? I have no idea what I can say. Thank you. John McGuire couldn't get higher. Thank you as well. Rafael Legonde, thank you for your service to the Corps. By the way, Rafael is rotten to the Corps, but wonderful to the infantry. Remember that joke? In any event, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Christo Stavro, we miss you, brother. The honey man, we miss you. Please have a great and a glorious day. Thank you so much for being with us. I appreciate it immensely. Seriously, thank you for this. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about whatever happened to our friend Gonzalo Lira. Are we supposed to just forget about him? I'm not. Let us not. I want answers. I want answers and I want responsibility. And I want somebody to be held accountable. Do you? Good. Join us. Have a great day tomorrow, my friends. And don't forget, until then, remember the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.